Welcome back, le- ladies and g- g- gentlemen, to number 137 of the Whatnots Review Show. Uh, this will be our final one for 2020, uh, the last Whatnots mm-hmm. recording of the year, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, here we are doing our thing as normal. This is the Whatnots Review Show, like I just mentioned, where each week we have a brand new story to talk about. It could be a comic, a movie, a TV show, a manga, all sorts of things. Uh, We cover all sorts of different genres and mediums and who knows what. There's all sorts of stuff for everyone. This week... I guess is like week two of our end of the year holiday themed stuff. Yeah, so, it worked out that each of us got to choose one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been good. Um, this week we are talking about a Netflix original film called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. What an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it stands out so much and like I, I was trying to think of a better name for this film film after watching it and i couldn't really come up with one or think and, and i i think mm. i settled on you know i think having such an original name like jingle jangle like it actually <laughs> helped out because it like it stood out of just like what is this but mm-hmm. that is what we will be talking about in just a bit my name is kyle springer and i am joined as always by melissa wilkinson melissa how's it going yes i'm good i had an exciting new breakfast today Ooh, yeah i have I, i was tired of my same alternating like the three egg dishes i know how to make and my oatmeal like i need a new breakfast i gotta shake things up i'm tired of eggs so I went to a Jewish deli not too far away from me, and I got like the classic lox and schmear bagel. That's it awesome. was a delight. I'd never been in there before. They were all super friendly. Like four people stopped and talked to me to say hi, welcome to our store. Let me give you the tour. Is that guy taking care of you? And they gave me like a free sample of pastrami just for oh, being wow. new. That's great. Yeah, good stuff. I I like I. I've not been to like an authentic uh, bagelry. Is that the right word? I, I guess bakery, but like <laughs> specifically for bagels. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I've had like Einstein bagels. I've had, you know, mm. all that stuff. And I've had some really good bagels from shops like that. But I've never had the like authentic, like this is a like a New York bagel. Right. Mm-hmm. So one day I will make that happen because they are. Delicious. You're even closer to New York than I am. So you should be able to get yeah. it. I'm sure you can get like a, a good bagel somewhere in Richmond. You just got to find it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's out there. But um, there you go. I, I think my morning consisted of an energy drink. And I had some. Okay. That was about it. So. Uh, this weekend on the captain's log, I mentioned that I use the app GoPuff for the first time to buy some alcohol, which I drank last night on our five year anniversary Mm -hmm. thing. But I'm also releasing that after this thing that we're recording here. So time is all messed up. Uh, but yeah, they, I had a great time using that app. It was a lot of fun. It was like, wee hands in the air all, all all that stuff it was great uh no 
Um, but they they gave me a free sample of this. Like I don't, I don't want to say natural, but this uh, a- 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 energy drink that like had natural caffeine. It didn't have mm-hmm. all the like taurine and go 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 rana and all that stuff. Because uh, I bought alcohol they were just like hey you're gonna need some advil which they gave me like a, a, a sample of wow. that and here's this like <laughs> that's helpful yeah, here's here's this like hangover like thing of just like this will wake you up that that, that, that next day so that's what i had wow. this morning and it was actually really good so nice what flavor was that it was like a citrusy like a lemon o- o- orange ish it was an nice. interesting mix, but it was very delicious. So mm-hmm. here I am all energized to talk about Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I'm on Jingle Jangle right now. Uh, it's also the Riverdale the drug. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. They're getting high on Jingle Jangle. Uh, but yeah, so this movie was written and directed by David E. Talbert. Uh, produced by a handful of people, including John Legend. Uh-huh. There you go. He's he's in, in there on that. Um, yeah, so I wanted to pick some holiday movies for this week and stuff like that because tis the season. Uh-huh. This one, I, I hadn't really heard anything about it other than just hearing the name. And like I mentioned, the name just stands out. Right. Jingle jangle. Yeah, It's like a phrase you've heard associated with Christmas, but it means nothing and could be anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so like it, it just it stood out that I, I, I was like, I, I need to put this on my list and see what this is. Uh, you ended up picking this one uh, instead of Christmas with the cranks, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But so so what what stood out to you about like what made you want to talk about this one? Uh, I Googled it and just the production design of this movie looked so whimsical and delightful. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and it is S- surprise. The movie is a delight to watch visually. There's so much Absolutely. stuff going on. This is some of the best like costumes I've ever seen in a movie. I love the look of the whole thing so much. Indeed, it's it's absolutely a visual treat. Mm. Uh, when when you look at the advertisements or the posters or you know all of that stuff, it's just it's so rich with mm-hmm. color. Uh, like you mentioned, the costume de- 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 design is just fabulous, um, and. Yeah, it, it just it seems to have this sense of like magic and wonder that I really like in Christmas movies and stuff. Yeah, um, I'm 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 not much of a Christmas movie watcher, uh, but I, I like there is like a certain feeling that just it's like childlike like sense of wonder that I really like in Christmas movies. And actually the one that comes to mind is often, uh, that first Harry Potter movie. There's just this sense of wonder and it's just like, whoa, Mm -hmm. everything is new. It's beautiful. What is this? What is this? You know, (laughs) or all Um, the scenes, uh, in the Santa Claus at the North pole, 
the sure, best part yeah. of that movie. I don't care about anything that happens on civilian Earth. I wish the entire <laughs> movie was North Pole. Right. Yeah. And this absolutely has that in spades. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we got to watch that or watch this this week. Uh, and I was surprised. I, I can't say this was something that I necessarily liked per, 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 per se, <laughs> but it's it's a good movie. I think it it's it's very light and fluffy. I think it's very warm hearted. Mm. Um it's energetic. There's a lot more musical numbers than yes, I was expecting. You didn't, That's something I, I don't think I, I knew this no was a musical. About. Yeah, I think when I Googled it, maybe one of these headlines said it was a musical, but I wasn't reading words. I was just looking at the pictures and you can't tell from a photograph of anybody singing, really. Right. I yeah. am so happy this was I a musical because no normally... I go to this local uh, theater here in St. Louis that does, um, it's this outdoor theater named the Muni. They produce seven Broadway caliber musicals a summer. Mm-hmm. That was not happening this year. So my yeah. my musical quota in my life was so low. I was so happy to get this delivered to me right here at the end of the year in the dark of winter to have musical energy brought back to me when I need it most. Merry Christmas, Melissa. I did Thank this you. just for you. I planned Yay. it. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I had no idea about that aspect. And then on top of that, as I was picking out what to put on my list, like another reason why this absolutely stood out is it's, uh, like mainly all black cast. Yeah. Um, and looking through Christmas movies, they are like 99% (laughs) all white. Like or, it's well, just the, white people, or white it's people, an adult, white people, or it's an adult movie, like an adult romantic comedy. I, I had, yeah, I was trying to think of like a young adult, like family movie with a more diverse cast. And yeah, I couldn't come up with one off the top of my head. Could be just there's my cinema experience. Maybe somebody out there is yelling. No, there's, a, there's a very clear answer to this question. I mean, sure. There are some out there, but like you yeah. go on Netflix and see their like their Christmas mm. collection or their holiday c- collection. And it's just white people after white people after white people. And it's just like, God damn it. Like mm-hmm. where are all, where's everyone else? Uh, so yeah, this one absolutely stood out. Uh, I enjoyed it, but yeah, again, I, I'm again, I'm not a huge Christmas movie fan and stuff like that. Um, I think it's a lot of fun for the whole family because there, uh, there are some d- d- horny c- characters, or there is one in there, and uh, <laughs> she There's by a- far was my favorite c- character. Oh, mine of this too. Whole thing. She, she's she's, she's the standout. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not like overtly sexual or stuff. No, blah, it's pretty blah, family like friendly. It's, Abs- absolutely, yeah. but it's enough to be like the parents will ch- 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 chuckle and you know like yeah, okay, this is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good child's um, introduction to what adult flirting looks like. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. This is how adult romances go. Just so you know what adults are up to on a very yeah. general, wholesome surface level. Oh. Yeah. Very yeah, wholesome I, movie indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very sweet movie. It's got a little bit of melancholy to it. Like it's not super bright and exuberant all the time. It's got that energy to it, but like the characters hit a lot of 
low points. It's a, it's a do, kind yeah. of an uphill struggle for them to get on good working terms with each other at some point. Like there's a, oh, there's emotionally a lot going on here. It's like uh-huh. you have a very serious thing to work on within yourself. It's not just we have to sell all these cookies by midnight to save the old town theater. Yeah, no, it's it has some, <laughs> some rich some old businessman's going to close this building. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's got a monocle. He means business. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll do uh, a synopsis of the film for those of you who have not seen mm-hmm. it yet. Uh, then we will get into our housekeeping and then on to spoilers and stuff. Uh, for the rest of the time here. So yeah, plot synopsis. What happened in this film? Starts out with a toy maker named Geronicus Jangle. Yes. What a great name. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of alliteration in this film. Indeed. Uh, and he is this famous inventor. He is inventing mm. all these doohickeys and gizmos and gadgets and toys and... <laughs> All sorts of stuff. <laughs> the and, world's foremost creator of doohickeys. Right? Uh, and, and yeah, he's, he's inventing all of this stuff, and he finally got this thing that is about to uh, make him, like, mega famous or just mm-hmm. or rich. And not in, like, a greedy way, but of, like, I've worked so hard to get this one thing. Yeah. I finally have it. Now I can support my family. I can yeah. now give back to the community and not just my community, but to the world. Yeah. And, he wants to have, he wants to build something that could be in every household that like every family right, yeah. could get joy from. It is, it is very altruistic what he wants to do. Absolutely. Uh, and he has an apprentice um, that is working for him who also is an inventor, but he's just not as good. Uh, yeah. And that's fine. He's in he's in a mm. apprentice, uh, but he ends up betraying his uh, master, his teacher. He ends up betraying Geronicus Jangle. Uh, I love that name. <laughs> 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 um, and that's k- kind of what starts the story off. He betrays him and ends up going on to be this famous inventor uh, that geronicus wanted to be but with the greedy twist right mm-hmm. with the like i'm i did all of this on someone else's ideas and yeah. I've, I've stolen it all and stuff like that and it leaves geronicus down in the dumps and his shop closes and now he's a pawn shop and all of and he, he just becomes this sad old man and it is not until until, until his uh grand daughter who he has not met yet mm-hmm. uh comes into his life that he finds his spark again and the the Christmas spirit if you yeah. will so yeah. yeah the movie's actually less Chris it's very Christmassy and it's let like the narrative is not super Christmas based right. like except for the fact that he's a toy maker and like Christmas is like a looming date, like her mom sends Journey to visit grandpa and she's like, I'll be there on Christmas, you know, and she'll be seeing her father again for the first time in decades when she goes to pick up her daughter. Like, except for that hanging over their heads, this is kind of a story that could take place at any time of year. Kind of. Yeah. 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 But visually, um, it's so steeped in Christmas. Like, it's lots of rich, like reds and greens and so much plaid some of the most oh, yeah. 
plaid movies I've ever seen. It's that probably this next to like Braveheart. They've gone plaid. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is filmed through a plaid filter. <laughs> the, the town they live in is so cute. Just like absolute darling little cobblestone streets and like it's the snowing and they have a gorgeous. snowball fight. Yeah. It's it's good stuff in indeed. Uh yeah, I think that's about it for a synopsis, though, without mm. really getting into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will get on to housekeeping. Yeah. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we do have a $3 tier where you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content. Uh, we just recorded our end of the year, five-year anniversary <laughs> retrospective, which is not patreon exclusive that will be out for everyone on all of our podcast feeds uh so unfortunately if you are subscribed to multiple of our our (laughs) shows it will show up multiple times uh so make sure you listen to them from each feed so we can get more download numbers right yeah yeah (laughs) christmas thanks yeah great okay and Um, we recorded for like Five or six hours yesterday, which is why we may sound very tired today. Yeah, we are a little bit wiped. Um, but yeah, like I said, that will be out after uh, we put this one out because I like the end of the year retrospective to be like, that's it. That's the end of the year. We will see mm-hmm. you next year. Stuff like that. So there you go. Um, but yeah, be sure to check that stuff out because we have a lot of great stuff. We had we had a, lo- a lot of fun. There was pizza there was trivia there Mm -hmm. was spotify playlists uh based on all the stuff we covered this year on the review show Mm -hmm. we laughed i got drunk it was great yeah yes (laughs) um yeah uh last but not least a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier so thank you sam uh for helping us out and supporting us for so long we appreciate it yeah Uh, and we love you a a lot yeah thank you sam thanks for spending so much time in the chat with us yesterday during the retrospective (laughs) absolutely absolutely it's Mm -hmm. it, it was great but that's about it for housekeeping right now i guess we will get on to Spoilers. Melissa, you can't hear the thing right now uh, because I got a brand new microphone. Uh, I got one of the Elgato Wave 3s for Christmas, and it is wonderful. I like it a lot. And it it comes with its own software to plug in all of your audio sources, and you can separate them out. So it's like, okay, this channel has... Uh, you know, my mic, this one has Skype or Discord or something. This one has your browser. This one has all, you know, so you can separate oh. it all, all out. Uh, and that's what I was using Voice Meter Banana for. But the mm-hmm. one downside with Wavelink is you can't make custom outputs. 
Okay. So I can't send some of this sound to Melissa like I was mm-hmm. with voice meter banana and she can hear all of these sound effects and stuff like that. So we'll Now see. does voice meter come in other fruit flavors like a crisp apple? <laughs> Would you take a crisp potato? Oh, no, no. Well, I mean, I would, but n- <laughs> in a, a completely different context. Yeah. I was so thinking they like, do, oh. they do the, like the, their regular voice mediator, which is very, f- which, which is free and like very minimal of just like what it can do. Then there's voice meter banana, which is donation where, mm. Uh, and then that has like more plugins and you can do extra, extra things with that and, you know, stuff. And then, yeah, voice meter potato is their biggest <laughs> one. And that's their like full size professional. That's one. so weird because when you're talking about a piece of technology that doesn't do much and is very simple, like you call it a potato, like, oh, God, this old laptop, it hardly does anything. It's a potato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, it is the exact opposite. So, huh. there you go. Uh, but but yeah. So on to spoilers about Jingle Jangle. <laughs> Spoiler alert! They have a happy family Christmas. Spoiler you alert! Know there's how songs this is going. There's cho- choreography, <laughs> song and day. I was not expecting this at all. Yeah. That's the first thing that I want to talk about. Yes. Like this was the first thing that absolutely surprised me. Mm. Um, yeah. It, so it's it starts out with these. Kids, I guess, in modern day t- time. I don't. It's not. It's this whole movie. It's, not, it yeah. takes place in another time period. Aesthetically, it kind of reminded me of the series of unfortunate events movie. Okay, and maybe the show. I don't remember the show as clearly as I remember the movie because I didn't get that far in it. I need to finish it at some point. Regardless, picture that uh, the, the Jim Carrey movie in your head, and it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Christmas Eve or something, and one of the kids is kind of feeling dead down. Um, and so the mom is like, well, let's let's do a bedtime story, but it's let's grandma. do a different one. Oh, it's, it's, it's their grandma? This movie has six generations in it because the kids Holy want moly. a story. Grandma reads them a story. It's like th- – this is a man named Jeronicus Jangle and, you know, his parents did this and then he was born and he had a daughter. The daughter had a daughter. And then at the end of the movie, it's revealed that grandma was the, was the granddaughter. So over the course of this film, we get six generations of Jangles mentioned at least at some point. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so she was like, let's do a different Christmas bedtime story than we normally do. And she gets this big old antique book. Yeah, uh, and it's beautiful. It's so in in intricate because it's not just a book. There's mm-hmm. gears and this big lock mechanism thing, and it's a this gorgeous looking book. And she says like the magic password, and it starts turning and unlocking and all of that stuff. And then she starts to read the book, um, and it is the story of Jeronicus Jangle, the world's best inventor Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's it then goes to their like the shop and you you see what this this story is and it's a store that's bustling and again all the outfits are beautiful and it's just packed with detail um and it's it's 
wonderful. And then they start singing. And I, I, I was just like, what, what is this? What is going on here? I, I, I didn't know I signed up for this. This is great. Mm -hmm. I probably um, could have. First off, this movie is a solid two hours long. And I absolutely. thought that's kind of long for a family Christmas movie, but that is a, a regular length for a musical, a full yeah. musical. Yes. So that could have been a clue. Musicals Indeed. are that long. Um, so it says the film's music scores include song by John Legend and Philip Lawrence, uh, mm -hmm. who works a lot with Bruno Mars. Ah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the songs in here are, I, th I thought were wonderful. The, they, yeah. They, again, we mentioned this is a majority all black cast and mm -hmm. the musical influences are the same thing. It's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of like soul and funk and uh, some more like, I wouldn't say reggae, but some more like, I, I, I guess I don't know the right term, but more island influences mm. if that makes sense um yeah and the songs are all super ca catchy i i like them all and i i was i was so surprised with how much they like it it, it just stands out like when when you think of a christmas miracle or like a, a christmas musical mm -hmm. right you think of like Little drummer boy and, you know, standard <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Are you talking about a Christmas Christmas music or a Christmas musical? Both. Just okay. just in 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 general, like this is not the kind of. Uh, yeah, it's of <laughs> songs that I think of. Right? Yeah, it's a it's a far cry at, from at have the, yourself the a merry little Christmas songs. from the movie Meet Me in St. Louis. Right. Yeah. Like this has. Uh, a certain energy to it that a lot of Christmas songs don't mm. have, right? Uh, so, yeah, it's good. It's upbeat. It's fast-paced, and it's wild. Like, if you thought the outfits and the details in this film was uh, a, a lot, wait till you see the choreography, because they mm -hmm. are going full force. They are <gasps> I was... nonstop, just like boom, boom, ba, boom, boom. Yeah, ba, there's boom, so boom, ba, <laughs> there's so many like backflips <laughs> and somersaults. Like a lot of the background dancers get really acrobatic with their choreography. Yeah, They're these wild. huge numbers where it's like the whole town is in on it. They have this beautiful set to play around with. The main store has got these two beautiful staircases leading up to a second floor. It's such a beautiful large-scale thing that I was really delighted to see in a movie because I haven't been able to get that yeah. experience on a stage this year. And the only musical, I think the occasional number has popped up in other things we've covered, but I think the only musical we have watched is Little Shop of Horrors a couple years right. ago, which is yeah, a movie that, with a very small cast. There are not big choreography numbers in that. There's very little dancing. So this gave us all the dancing for several movies. Absolutely. Uh, and all of the dancers were really, really good. Um, I, I danced back in college and stuff, but I, I, I think a lot of the choreography was not necessarily intricate or difficult, but it, it's more so the scale 
that they do these things on, right? It's big movements and big motions just to make it look like a lot is happening. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, there are acrobatics and stuff like that. I think the younger kids that they got to do all of this stuff were great. Uh, yeah. Two, it's not like, oh, they're a kid. I guess I can give mm-hmm. them an A for being cute, you know, right? But it's like, no, no, they're actually hitting all of the, all of these beats and, they're, you know, they're getting all, all of these moves, right, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, good stuff. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, but, yeah, I, I just was not expecting it. Did, did, did you have a song that stood out to you? Um, was, was there one that stood man, out? The one that's been stuck know. in my head the most over the past week. It has been Magic Man G, which is uh, Gustav's song. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And I... Go ahead. No, and I also really loved, I think it's called Make It Work, which is the song towards the end of the movie where uh, Anika Noni Rose is in this. She played Princess Tiana, my favorite princess. (laughs) She's in this and she doesn't really sing until the end of the movie and she's got such a beautiful voice, but the song they use her for is excellent. Indeed. And yeah, so Magic Man G was a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. That's Keegan-Michael Key's k- character. He plays uh, the adult version of the apprentice who has now mm-hmm. gone on to be the greedy to- toy maker who stole mm-hmm. all the ideas. And yeah, it's like the villain's theme song, and it's great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, all of these songs are so good. Um I think, I think it's Miles and Miles is the one that Miss Johnston yeah. sang. Yes, the like third song there. So yeah, Miss J- J- Johnston I think was my favorite character by oh, far, and her song is wonderful. <laughs> she's lovely. I, I always love a big lady. I just want to see a fantastically dressed, like flirty, fun, fabulous big lady. She's what I aspire to oh, be. She- she knew exactly what she wanted and she was going for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that she loves Jeronicus Jangle, who at this point is absolutely downtrodden. He's a man of no charms, but she loves him anyway. He's a husk. And is determined yeah. to like bring him out of his shell and brighten up his life. Yeah. And he he's just like, no, I don't want any, like, leave me alone, woman. And she, and, and she's I have no just time like, for joy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and she's just like, I want to make out with you, so we're going to go over here and do this yeah. and that. <laughs> she has this, yeah, she has the miles and miles number in his store. She's like the town uh, post mistress, which was neat. She's got this cute yes. little mail truck she drives around. She has this nice satchel and this, like, really crisp-looking uniform jacket uh she comes to his store and she's singing to him and like these three guys show up as like her background singers and they do like most of the choreography in that scene and there's he's, a reprise like, oh, God, of that he has backup dancers <laughs> <laughs> there's a reprise of that number later that she sings part of it again and like then in the distance like jeronicus looks over and those three guys are still there and he says huh they really are a group 
who's, who's weirdly yeah. sweet. It's like those three, those aren't just three guys. They're a family unit of some kind to each other. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and I, I think with her being the like delivery person mm-hmm. of the town, uh, something else that was really charming about her character is she's also mm. a bad driver. And it's just like, I have a new truck and she's almost like running over people and stuff like that and just doesn't care (laughs) uh so yeah she is absolutely a wild character and i Mm -hmm. loved her a lot she was great Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah let's let's start talking more about the other characters we already mentioned uh we mentioned gustafson I want to talk about the little doll because this is what Geronicus is built. This is like his master plan. His magnum opus is this little sentient doll, and it's a matador. Don Juan Diego. Yeah, it's this matador in this. Ricky Martin. Good to hear his voice again. So it's this little matador, absolutely full of himself, super egotistical, like kind of. The perfect, if you want to make a toy that's going to be in every household, that is the personality of the toy who wants to be in every household. And it's him who's like, he's the one who drives Gustafsson to like steal the plans. He's like, don't you want to be great? You know, like he's been ignoring you. Like he hasn't been giving you the time to like teach you to be a better inventor. You could do this. It's like, he's like the second in command. Like he's kind of the one prodding Gustafsson even decades later he's, in his toy empire. He's the actual villain. Yes, yeah, the actual all, villain right? is a living toy. Is a matador, is Ricky Martin, living mm. the Vita Loca. <laughs> he's, he's a delight to watch. I really appreciated how much physical effects were in this movie. Like there's no, like it's a hand, it's a real set. They are in a real physical Absolutely. space that is that much stuff going on. But when they use digital effects, they use it for characters who need it. Like that little matador, he's constantly moving. Like he has so much really dynamic, fluid, physical motion. I'm like, I don't know if you could, Bill. And he's like prancing all around the set. He just like jumps and like spins around. I don't know how you could have done that with like an animatronic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That I, I, so... We'll circle back around to, 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 to it, but I something else that I was surprised mm-hmm. by is there are sections of this film that are more of like a stop motion uh, yes. thing where, yeah, like it, it, it seems like something more from like Studio Leica. I, I don't know yeah. if it was digital or if it was – it seemed more digital than Yeah, like digital meant to look like they're um, yeah. like they're little marionettes, like they are little right. wooden yeah. dolls moving around. yeah. Uh, and that stuff was beautiful as well, but we'll get back to that. Um, but yeah, I like that. Just, I, I, I like how the villainous character is this toy and who we actually see the antagonist being in Keegan Michael Key's character. Uh, like he, he's like, he's not, he, he does want the greatness but he's just going about it wrong like he like he's it's not that he's mm-hmm. necessarily a bad person he he just got misled is is the is the is the whole thing and he like mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's not, I, I guess he is redeemable eventually, but I, I, that's also not really the point of this movie either. Yeah, this isn't a, you know, the person they are trying to warm the heart of is Geronicus. Gustavsson's right. a, a far second. Nobody's super invested in what his journey is. Right, yeah. Uh, which is a little bit unfortunate because I think I would have liked to see that too and have him get some redemption yeah um, keegan michael key's a delight to watch in this absolutely and he, like like we mentioned his song magic manji great song great mm-hmm. a- acting it was wonderful uh his his facial ex- expressions are a delight they're great mm-hmm. um so yeah good stuff good stuff there what did you think of um of journey her, her herself are are like kind of main character who yeah. we don't meet until you know like, yeah the I pace we meet her right away yeah she's the Which, grandma she's at grandma the start, but like yeah. we don't see the younger version of her who we see through most of the film until like i don't know 20 minutes in yeah 20 30 minutes in this movie has yeah. like a lot of prologue and setup before you get to that main plot of journey visiting her grandfather for the first time and trying to connect with him about yeah inventing she's so sweet <laughs> she is absolutely i i yeah I, I think she she's an interesting character because of something else that i think this movie really interestingly focuses on it's not just like oh you have a magical spirit and you need to invite love in 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 your heart there's like this underlying thing of just like i like math and science and yeah like actual uh i I was about to say hard facts uh but that's not that's not (laughs) yeah it's a it's a whimsical christmas time stem movie (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's absolutely the STEM film, which I think is g- g- great yeah. um, that it, it, it's not it's not all this. I mean, they're they're being like, OK, this is the square root of impossible by I, the sensation I times two. That they directly you know. married like all of this scientific, you know, geometrical, mm-hmm. mathematical engineering, like logical fact and the Christmas magic where they are saying things like, yeah, you need to take the square root of wonder and then add that to like the base ratio right. of magic, and then that's how we're going to make this blueprint for a toy. It's really, really c- cool, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, it mixes it mixes that Christmas spirit and magic with like uh, j- just uh, just something that you don't see being advertised or, or promoted. I don't know what the right word is there of just like, hey, STEM is is good. Like math is good. Like you can have I fun with this. And it's not like it's, it's not all a over bad the place. To enjoy it. It's all over the place in like toys and like books and like activities for kids and games and things. But I don't think I have seen it integrated in a lot of movies uh, as heavily as it is here. I mean, we've I mentioned a series mm-hmm. of unfortunate events earlier. Violet's an excellent inventor. You know, we've had had movies like, I don't know, Meet the Robinsons. (laughs) There are like invention, like uh, little kids who build something based stories. Yeah. But this one feels like uh, very specific and like technical and hands on while being whimsical Christmas movie. And the fact that it is a Christmas movie means it gets a lot of replay value. This could be a movie families will turn on once a year every year for a long time sure yeah 
and I, I would absolutely recommend it f- mm. for that because it's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, Journey was great. I, she was just so full of life. Yeah. Yeah, it's infectious. Yeah, and it was absolutely. sweet that she she was so into inventing and like it seemed like the kids and wherever it was she lived, like uh, like they didn't get it. They're like, we want to build a snowman. And she's like, but have you calculated the velocity of how to throw a snowball? Like they're not on her same level. And so she's yeah. felt like an odd man. It doesn't seem like, you know, kids tease or anything, but she's always felt odd and kind of left out of things. Yeah. She, and so she's that's why absolutely she's, confident in what she yeah. in, in who she is and yeah. what she, she likes and stuff. And that's great. Yeah, but she just wants to talk to somebody else who's as passionate as she is about inventing things. And so she's so excited to talk to her grandfather and try and reignite that love that he has for this. And they can have something that they share together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. indeed. Speaking of her grandfather, Geronicus, what did you think of him? Good old <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. What a performance. I haven't seen Forrest Whitaker in many things. I think I primarily know him from Rogue One. <laughs> okay. Save the rebellion. The boar gullet will know the truth. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> so what he's doing in this movie, it was not something I do was in his arsenal. He's giving such an interesting performance where he's like very his voice is very high, and very nervous and very withdrawn and yes, yes, Miss Johnson like please leave the mail and, and then leave. I've I've got paperwork to do and I'm just trying to to run this this, you yeah. know, this pawn shop. I know I don't make toys anymore. <laughs> Yeah, he has this very, uh, like, he's just withdrawn mm. in himself. He's very meek. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it's it's an interesting performance, but it never seems over the top, if that makes sense. Like, mm, yeah. which is it's not a, a word, I, I guess, you would necessarily use to describe, like, a performance like that. But, it, like, I, I, I feel with Christmas stuff, especially how mm. uh, eccentric all the, costumes and sets are in this film like i i think you would expect some of these performances to be more of a caricature and yeah maybe with like miss johnston you get that with don Mm. juan you get that right maybe maybe with um and again i don't even know his name uh keegan michael keys gustafson gustafson yeah you get a little bit with that and so I, i think you you would expect it from him as well but his was very down to earth like he just felt like a normal guy who just his life didn't go the way he wanted it to and he's Mm -hmm. just this sad old guy you know (laughs) and it thanks to charles dickens i suppose uh the grouch is such a, a prevalent character in a christmas story the, the Scrooge, the Grinch, just like the absolute crank right. who wants nothing to do with Christmas. And it's like, ah, instead, we've got a man who's not angry. He's not crabby. He's not yeah. frustrated. He's just he, so he plays deadened. that kind of character. But he's like he's he's not the like mean version of that, if, if, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Right. Like he is kind of the Scrooge, but m- more so in the sense of just like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah, which is an interesting take on this to make him be so meek. <laughs> right, yeah. And just avoidant of everything. Absolutely. Um 
so let's go back to the the a- 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 animation stuff because mm-hmm. we 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 see that in a number of scenes throughout the film. Uh, this is more not re- really flashbacks. Uh, but there are some like side scenes yeah, it's, and stuff it's where you like need for, to know like extra details and stuff, and it's just like let's let's do this a- a- animated thing. Yeah, it's like for transitions, like when the grandma is starting the story, and it's like this is Jeronicus Jangle, and he came up, and you know, his parents were like this, and then he opened the store, and then it's live action, and you see the store, and then like they use the animation for the story of after his. His uh, book of inventions is stolen. He, you know, he falls on hard times. His wife dies. He's not able to, like, connect with his daughter anymore because he blames himself for how bad everything went. His daughter just leaves because she can tell, like, he doesn't, right. he wants to be alone. So she's like, okay, I'll I'll move away. Like, uh, yeah, the transition periods, the montages, the large passages of time get to be in this animated marionette style. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting because I, I would think something like that, especially with how rich all the sets are mm-hmm. and things, um, that it it wouldn't fit, right? It would almost be too much. Like you're, you're, there's songs and dance and the sets are beautiful and the costume and the, and the, like it it seems like it would be too much, mm-hmm. but it it all it all just fit together really well. I I never felt like it was out of place. Um, and I, I guess maybe that's because it's about toys and inventions and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, it um, fits right in. Yeah, so like I, I, I really enjoyed those scenes as well because uh, they're, they're they're also small. Like it's not a big scene, you know. It's just like maybe a minute at the most. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so good stuff with that. Uh, do you have other things with like plot related stuff that you oh. want to talk about or uh, other ca- oh, the plots, characters the we plot yet? Lo- the plot's a little slow and it's very, I don't know, it's kind of simple. Like there aren't really any B plots. I guess you cut over and you see Gustafsson and, and Don Juan and I guess you have like this Johnson's crush on him and you've got Edison. Edison's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. working together with journey is nice oh it's like a very simple insular story uh, yeah i feel like the the look of the film the performances the music of it those are the highlights i don't, I don't feel like i have sure. a lot to say about the plot although i do i do appreciate how small and emotional it is uh, and how serious it is at times. Like it is about a family that really fell apart. And this girl's trying to make an old man smile for the first time in like 30 years. Yeah. But it doesn't now, feel cartoonish. It feels very real. Like, Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry. Your grandfather doesn't, has never met you. Hasn't talked to your mom in so long. It's rather sad. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Did I? I thought I heard this in the movie, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention at the right spot. Did Journey fake that letter? Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what, what I thought. So we see Jeronicus writing a letter to his daughter, and mm. I, I think this. I think we get a. a 
a, I don't remember if it's a live action scene or or not, but uh, they are narrating being like, and they, you know, wouldn't see him unless he invited them. And yeah. then they get this little letter uh, and you think it's from Geronicus, but I guess the t- twist is that Journey faked it. Yeah. To, like, get herself to go meet her grandfather. Yeah, which makes sense, because I was a little perplexed at the beginning. Why would Geronicus say, like, send the grandchild to me? No, Jessica, I I don't want to see you right now. Like, it's strange that he didn't invite, like, both of them to come see him. But I guess that's her cover. You know, if they went Mm -hmm. there and her mom was there, like, she'd find out the secret. To have, like, the mom out of the picture you know, yeah. where he I mean, thinks they, they like the, it was the mom's choice and the mom thinks it was his choice. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I can see why. I mean, I, I, I can see it being believable of like, hey, I, the past is the past. However, like we've both k- k- kind of moved on with our l- l- lives. I haven't met my granddaughter yet, though. Can you at least mm-hmm. like send her so I can meet meet her like that? That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I I thought that was a interesting twist, um, and I yeah I I think the story ends up being really great emotionally because of all of the much sadder moments. So that mm-hmm. when you do get these like high, you know, like oh wow, the Christmas spirit and the square root of possible and all of it, <laughs> you know, like it feels that much better. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, how sad the family situation is does make the whimsical, magical moments feel stronger. Yeah. Because they uh, need all of those wins. Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, and then I think the, yeah, the like more so end of the film uh, when they are in in Ghost Offsen's lab and they're getting all of the stuff back and then they're trying to escape but they're mm-hmm. in this in the like sewer pipes or something and it's some sort of a no it's like a vent pipe because it's got like a big right, spinning yeah. fan at the end of it and it like they, they they have to escape and yeah it ends up coming down to their in their interest in math and science right of, mm-hmm. of just like hey let me inspire him to get back into figuring out this formula so we can go through the fan blades at the right moment yeah speed so we don't like it's an inter- interesting way to have a climax of the the mm-hmm. film uh but yeah it's, it's it's good like i it it had enough like warm-heartedness and magic to that moment and it was exciting enough and tense enough action wise to be like this is a good climax to this whole thing Mm -hmm. so i liked it a lot yeah in that sense but yeah uh like you said i think plot wise and stuff there's there's not much to it Mm -hmm. right old man is sad young girl makes (laughs) him happy (laughs) yeah yes which is christmas to all (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like that um that snow fight scene. I loved the snowball fight scene. That was so darling. It's like that was good. Uh, 
journey and she there's like two other girls that, that you know playing on the street who team up with her and they're against Geronicus and I think Edison and like a couple other boys it's just the girls like throwing snowballs and like doing this choreographed like dance with each other it's so it cute great, yeah. and that's something it's just a heightened version of something I could see real kids doing like when we hit the other team with a snowball we have a victory dance yeah Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. I think doing all all the the Fortnite dances and stuff like that. You're right. the The victory dance is really ingrained into kids now, thanks to Fortnite. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I'm always a big fan of a snowball fight that leads to a heavy character lightening up. Maybe yeah. I can smile after I had a snowball thrown at me and I throw one back. Yeah, because he looks he looks so mad when he gets hit with that <laughs> first one. He's just like, uh, 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 what happened to my? Uh, uh. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's good, but yeah, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I, despite the plot being as light as it yeah. is. Would you want to see more? Would you want to see a sequel? Would you want to be in this world and follow Journey and Edison or see, you know, if uh, Miss Johnston gets her uh, night alone with Geronicus, <laughs> you know, uh, like w- w- would would you want to be in this place more? I would. Yeah, this is a great world to go and spend some time in. It's so brightly colored and charming and you can mm-hmm. tell that even though the story of the of the Jangle family is a bit sad, like this is a world that is happy. You know, like it didn't seem like there was strife in whatever town that they lived in. Like it was just yeah. interpersonal problems, but generally the community was thriving and happy, which I like to see. Yeah, I'd like to spend yeah. more time here. I'm curious to learn more about Jessica, about Journey's mom. Because we, she like moves away from Geronicus at some point, and the next thing we know, she's like living in this cabin, this like beautiful cabin in you know like kind of a woodsy area with her daughter. It's like, mm-hmm. do, do you have a, a father in the picture? Like, who might that character be? Do you you were interested yeah. in science growing up? Do you do science still now? What do, what do you do for a living? Where do you live? Where have you been since the last time we yeah. saw you? Yeah, I, I I I think I agree. Like I, the world that they made is really interesting, and like you mm-hmm. said, there's not really any B plots, but there's enough detail in there to be like, I like these k- k- characters. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to know more about them. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I I I don't really have suggestions for what they should do for the next one, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I do want to know more about the mom. We do also get this big gap of like journey when she's young and now mm-hmm. she's a grandma. So what what happened in her life there? She, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we don't there's not really a nod to and she's still inventing and she's still yeah. making things. It's just like yeah. they don't really mention it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, huh, that's odd. Yeah. Journey's still got those like gears in her hair which was such a fun detail i really loved those her hair is yeah. fantastic and then we see that there is a huge like jangle family factory where they still make toys today like that's Absolutely, the north yeah. pole of this world this is a 
this is a Christmas story where I don't think there's a Santa. It seems like a world where all the toys are made by inventors and bought and given to you directly by your parents and by like no mythical figure. Is uh, or or is that the twist that somehow Geronicus Jangle is that world Santa and like that he is the one that inspired that mm-hmm. myth? Is that the next to- toy that he makes? Like this Santa thing that inspires this? You know this like I, I I I think stuff like that would be neat to explore. Be, and uh, I'd like that. I one thing that I've been happy about in life in recent years is that when I go to a store, I'm seeing a higher and higher ratio of black Santa Claus figurines and like decorations and things. I love a diverse Santa Claus. I'd love if next year we've got like a little Forrest Whitaker Santa Claus in a Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, I want this to be the new Santa Claus mythos. Right. Or instead of reindeer, he's got a bunch of robots that doesn't even have to be like, like they don't even have to say that he is Santa. Right. But like if he has to like he goes to make a new suit to deliver these Mm -hmm. toys and it happens to be, you know, the red with the white. And, you know, it's like they could do that. Like, like, you know, the tip of the hat, like he's actually Santa, but not actually mention it. Like mm-hmm. that, that stuff, I think, would be neat. So, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I I was watching this movie, especially the scene where it is uh, Journey and Edison running through Gustafsson's factory and, like, trying to escape out that vent pipe. I really hope this gets into a theme park somewhere. Like, I'm thinking about all of the Grinch stuff that's in the Universal parks, like, kind of with the aesthetic of the Ron Howard Grinch movie. Regardless of what, uh-huh. how you feel about the quality of that movie, I think the production design of it, the look of it is really interesting yeah. and makes for a fun it's like classic, yeah. theme park holiday overlay for a couple weeks. I'd love to see the jingle jangle like parade just coming down a theme park street somewhere. That'd be wonderful. So we didn't even really, I mean, we've not mentioned Edison all that much because he's very, very minor character. He's still neat. We haven't mentioned the robot, the Buddy 3000. Yes. Which is on the poster and he ends up like both being inconsequential and as well as like the thing that saves things. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, okay, great. Now I have a brain fart and I don't remember where I was going with all of that. <laughs> he's, uh, he's fun. I like the, the effect where like he doesn't talk, but he can take in your voice and like kind of play snippets of it back to you to create his own messages, which feels it kind of reminds me of the floating robot from mm-hmm. uh, from Flubber that I spent so much time talking about earlier this year in a Captain's Lock episode. I spent like 15 right. yep. minutes talking about the Flubber robot Weebo. She speaks. She has an intelligence, but also she's like loaded with this bank of movie clips and she'll like play a movie clip to like to display what her feelings are. And that's kind of what Buddy 3000 does. He like takes in everything from you and puts it out to you to, you know, communicate, which also feels so much like something a real toy does. Like a Furby just parrots your own words back at you. He's like a, a mm-hmm. talk back Mike, but in a cute robot friend body. Yeah. 
like they 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 have that like i i so what what i was gonna say is that like i could even see the buddy 3000 being like a a a balloon at the macy's day thanksgiving per i'd love that that's what this should be this should be a float next year i want this represented as a float absolutely that'd be wonderful um (laughs) Because, yeah, it's just it's so full of detail and rich colors. Yeah, Um, I just jewel tones all over the place. There's barely a pastel in the film. And I love a pastel, but I loved how rich and lush everything looked and all the fabric so beautifully patterned. I want an entire coffee table book. Reach page is just a pattern from costume fabric used in this movie. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. Christmas Journey. Netflix original movie. Delightful. I'm very happy that this is yeah. in the Christmas Netflix. movie universe now. I, I yeah. think this is something people will return to year after year. I don't know if I like it enough for this to be an annual watching, but like, you know, every, every three years or so, let's get back to Jingle to Jangle. To your roster. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, trying to see if there's any other like fun facts or something on their Wikipedia page. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 68 reviews with a 6.9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. I think I'd rate it a little bit higher than that. Maybe like a 7.2 or something, but that, that, that's right about where I think it should be it's good but it's mm-hmm. yeah it's also light and fluffy uh you, you like it's not you don't have to pay attention yeah like super intently yeah there's just a lot of songs so you know you can just put this on in the back around yeah. and have a fun time dancing around yeah i think it's perfect for that this is a perfect present wrapping movie oh yeah good Good, good with that stuff. Do you have final thoughts that you want to share with Jingle Jangle? Ah, watch it. Yes, watch it. Show it to a family member. Kids would love this. I I was watching this thinking my parents would enjoy this a lot. I think this truly is fun for the whole family. Uh, Classic, four years to come. Indeed. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see this adapted to the stage. I don't know. I thought my, there's so much visually going on. Like there's all the doohickeys and gizmos and toys as previously mentioned that if I could see a stage adaptation of this boy, howdy. That'd be wonderful. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's so tactile and physical. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So that, that, I guess, wraps us up for Jingle Jangle, our thoughts on that. Do you have recommendations of if they liked this, what else they should check out? I mentioned it earlier. This reminded me a lot of a series of unfortunate events. You've got the Jim Carrey movie from like 2004. And there was the Netflix original series that I watched the first uh-huh. season of and I really liked it. And I don't know why I never picked up again on season two. I don't know if I was busy. I don't know if I was thinking like, oh, I'll wait for them to finish the whole thing. Cause I think the first season covers the first 
three or four, the first four books. I got them back there. Yeah, it's the first four books. I think okay. it ends when they get to the austere Academy and I don't know how many more seasons, if they're finished with the whole thing, I've got to get back to this because these were books I really loved when I was yeah. a, a preteen. They've got the same sort of like pseudo Victorian, faintly steampunk aesthetic to them. You've got sure, very bright that. kids solving problems where like the kids have like the answers. The kids like know where they're going going in life they know who they're they are and like the adults are clueless and they got to kind of bring the adults up to their speed you've got a girl who invents things you also have a girl who bites things uh you got mm-hmm. boy who reads the three heroes that you need for any Good situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna have to get okay, back to that netflix show at some point and i would also recommend movies we watched earlier this year paddington paddington indeed would Just, be a great one Similarly, like very lots going on, like in the production design, beautiful movies to look at, intricate sets, like cute, charming town squares and everybody's wearing a brightly colored outfit and they're just whimsical and uplifting and a warm, good time. Good stuff. Good stuff. Indeed. Ooh, man. Uh, I, I don't know if I have a recommendation that is like, if you like this, you absolutely would love this one thing. Cause I, I yeah. feel like this movie is very different. Like it's in a league of its own, if that makes mm-hmm. sense in a strange way. Yes. Um, I, uh, uh, let's see. If you want something that's, I mean, I mentioned the, that first Harry Potter film just for that sense of like wonder and yeah. magic. Uh, I think that's a good one to, to watch. And of course, and I think that one is also set during, well, there is a p- portion that is set during Christmas. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard people lump that in as kind of a Christmas movie. It's directed by Chris Columbus. So it's got like a Christmas uh-huh. secondhand feel to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else? I, oddly enough, I'm, I, in my mind, I'm thinking like spy kids and stuff just for the amount of <laughs> I get it like, I get it yeah weird gadgets and things that are mm-hmm. are, are in that um I, I haven't seen the spike kid stuff since they came out wow man uh, I'd love to get back to spy kids yeah I'm I'm also thinking of like Wally if you liked the <gasps> robot yes and you want more yeah of like he's a very Wally little looking. robot yeah yeah um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I have much like Christmas stuff that I would recommend with this that I, I feel like has that same level of like detail and mm-hmm. I guess a magic. nightmare before a Christmas. Tough, tough one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is half, know. You know, one foot in Christmas, one foot in Halloween. But it is a fantastic musical and it does have a lot of gizmos and gadgets if you just mm-hmm. want to watch somebody turn a lever that spins a gear you can find it there you know i i i guess also some form of like willy wonka right yeah. like there, there's just a lot of that like whimsical fantasy going on there i don't know interesting interesting but yeah good stuff Fun film, very light-hearted, good time, um, good one to add to your rotation of Christmas 
films, but also, you know, not one that I, I think is necessary to watch every year because yeah. it's it's a lot. There's a lot in this film, a lot of songs, a lot of detail. It's, it's very detail. dense. It's very this rich. is like, it's ri- yeah, rich. This is dense. so much movie. I'm like, this is like the most concentrated amount of movie I have seen within one movie this year. It's a hundred proof movie. <laughs> Melissa. Uh-huh. Since this is the final episode of the review show for 2020, uh, what are we going to do in the new year? Yeah, it is my turn to pitch these. I have got three film series for you. I think this is a nice All time right. to sit down with multiple films at once. The yes, holidays are real movie watching time. Two weeks off yeah, uh, for, you know, t- end of the year, mm-hmm. holidays, all that stuff. So we have a little bit of extra time to maybe watch a little bit of a longer series. Yeah. All right. So pitch number one. These are personal favorites of mine. Uh, these were movies that were released in the theaters around Christmas. So whenever it gets Christmas, I want to watch them again. Uh, they feel like warm, fuzzy, old blankets to me. This is the Lord okay. of the Rings trilogy. There you go. Yeah, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies. I, of course... That's always a good one. I am devoted to the extended editions. I don't know if those are streaming anywhere. I don't know where these films live, because I've still got like the extended DVD box sets I bought with my Christmas money when I was like 12, 13, yeah. and 14 every year. This is what I would do <laughs> for a little while. Yeah, these are good these are stuff, favorites of mine. Stuff. And I know you're not much of a fantasy guy, but if there was ever a fantasy to watch, it would be this. Yeah, I've I've actually read the book. Uh, I've I read mm. the Lord of the Rings book. I read that when I was in like fifth grade, oh. I think. So I was real young when I read that, and I read the Hobbit as well. Uh, I've seen the movies. I've seen one of the Hobbit movies. I think I saw the first one, and boy, mm-hmm. did I not like that film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the Hobbits I, I, fine. Yeah. I, it was just like the whole like 48 frames a second was weird, and it just looked strange, and I, I don't know. It was strange. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, these are classics. Good stuff. Yeah. What's yeah. pitch number two? Pitch number two, I think I've pitched these several times, and uh, I keep pitching them because I like them, and I know it's movies you and I will be re-watching at some point in the coming months. These are the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Ah, I think yes. I've pitched these a couple times, always in preparation for, well, we should revisit the rest of the series before No Time to Die comes out, and it, it has been repeatedly pushed Right now, I think it's still locked in for April 2nd. We'll see if that okay. holds. But That's even if it isn't then, I don't imagine it would be pushed that much farther. So, yeah, maybe we could use this time to catch up on Daniel Craig and his exciting adventures, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've seen... I know I've seen the first two. I don't, see, I don't think I saw that third and fourth one. Skyfall is really something. It was a long t- time ago. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely yeah, worth seeing. You're going to have to watch him at some point. You know, you could spend yeah. your Christmas break on this. Spend Christmas break with your, your dad, M. Uh, <laughs> your, your cousin, Q. 
your cousin Money Papa Penny. <laughs> well, did Papa M and Mom M, you know, you've got your Judy Dench and your Rafe Fines. Uh, they're, they're, they're both your, your parents now. This is your family. Uh, and pitch number three. So these first two were series that I'm very familiar with. I've seen several times. Sure. I thought yep. I should put at least one thing on here that I haven't seen. New year, new film franchise, new cinematic experience. Good stuff. I have not seen any of the John Wick movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Same, same, yeah. same here. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. These have been movies like my dad really likes them. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch those with my dad sometime. But like every night I'm like, how about this? He's like, eh, no, not tonight. So I've never gotten around to it. Okay. You know, why not start, start the year off with a bang. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Shoots people. I don't know. I hardly, I didn't look up a single thing about these movies. I know very little I couldn't tell you, like, Keanu Reeves is in them. Yeah. Uh, Jason Manzukis is in one of them. Is Halle Berry in one? Like, I really don't know the rest of the cast. I don't know no where idea. he goes. I don't know what he does besides assassin stuff. He goes to a hotel and he gives somebody a coin. Something about a I don't dog. Know. His dog got right. killed and now he's on a revenge mission and, or which something. Which is the plot for the first one. So I don't know what two and three are about. I don't know what a parabellum means. <laughs> so this is a whole new world. Well, it's a bellum, but you have two of them. So it's a parabellum, right? No? <laughs> or okay. it's like a, when you're a paralegal, you're not a full attorney. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> whatever a bellum is, he's not all of it. He's right, slightly yeah. a bellum. <laughs> right, okay. so our three pitches are the three Lord of the Rings movies, extended edition if you can get your hands on them, the four Daniel Craig James Bond movies to date, or the three John Wick movies. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, oy, 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 oy. Let's see. I uh, These are all good. I, you know, I don't think I'm going to do Lord of the Rings, but not mm-hmm. because I'm a, not huge on fantasy stuff. I just, I don't know if I would really have much to say on them, that would be worthwhile, if that makes sense. Really? In nine hours of film, you couldn't come up with an hour and 15 minutes of podcasts? No, 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 no. Like, we we could absolutely talk, but, like, just, like, those movies are so well-beloved and just, like, everyone has picked them apart and talked about them Mm -hmm. and analyzed them. I I, I I don't know if I would have much to say that's really different or truly okay. my own if that makes sense okay I, I sure could be absolutely wrong on that and we end up watching them you know in the s- summer or something and i'm, I'm just like <laughs> wow did you know that and then and, and think about it this way it's great well, you know i can't uh, imagine watching this, these when it's hot outside i'm certain i did that because like in middle school i would just watch these things over and over again and i watched like every dvd feature and each movie i think has four commentary tracks on it, at least three commentary tracks. Cause there's like the whole cast, the director and writers, and one that's like a special effects team. They might've two for the special effects team. They might've like the, the physical people and the digital people. I don't know. I'd have to look at them again. (laughs) My DVD box sets came with like a map, like a flow chart of this is what all of the extras are and how you navigate the menus to get to them. Wow. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff there because everyone loves those films. Uh, mm. and they, they are good films. They are good films. Mm. Um, so it's either James Bond or John Wick. I, I think I have to go with James Bond. Okay. I've also been wanting to watch all of those in preparation for the movie. Uh, mm. Melissa, I know you're a big James Bond fan. Uh, fan. I know you listen to a few James Bond podcasts every now and then. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really really interested, and I think especially after we saw Mr. Robot this year, uh, which is a strange <laughs> thing to say, but I know that Rami Malek is also going to be in this new James Bond film and not having seen them all, I still have my theories of like what's happening in this new James Bond film. <laughs> and I want to see if that Don't holds up after watching this film or just, just what's happening in this universe. So I think let's do the Daniel Craig, James Bond films. Awesome. Yeah, we will be watching Casino Royale. I think that's that came out in like 2005 or 2006. Like the movie's Something much like older that. than I always think it is because I wasn't paying attention to this franchise for a while. Yeah. And spe- uh, yeah, Casino Royale, Conan of Solace, Spectre, uh, uh, Skyfall, and Spectre. And Spectre, I think, came out in 2015. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. I'm excited because this has been on my list of like, we need to do this somehow, some way. If we don't do it on the podcast, I will absolutely be doing it on my own. So. Right. So I'm like, if we'll be doing this anyway, let's make an episode out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure where these are streaming at the moment, but I do want to say that a lot of the older James Bond movies are free on YouTube. You know, that movies and TV section of YouTube where you can, like, buy and rent films. These are all free. They've got, you know, the Conneries, the, uh, the, I think up through the Moors, maybe the Daltons. I don't, I think the Brosnans might be on Netflix right now. But everything before that, it's, yeah, if you want to go through the old ones, they're on YouTube for free. I think they're also on Amazon. A lot of them are. They're included with Prime, I think. But that's only the old old ones. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, cool. Good stuff. That's what we will start the new year with. I had it written down at one point when we were going to record. Uh, these. Is it the third? I think, yeah, you and I are going to record these on the third. Okay. Third. So that's when we'll be back. So in two weeks from now uh, is when we will be back with the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Good yeah. Stuff. The Daniels. Indeed. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams watch weird old kids shows and movies. We will have a Christmas episode coming out for you. And you can hear me on the James Bond podcast, Spectre. <laughs> I vaguely yeah I'm like friends of a friend of one of the guys who co-hosts that show and like I was listening to it for a long time and I talked to them on Twitter and I was on for the Moonraker episode perhaps the silliest of the movies so Good if you stuff. want to just hear us talk about a very one. wacky movie with like uh where James Bond goes to space there's a man with metal teeth there's like an orchid <laughs> that's gonna poison people it's a it's a goofy good time. A l- l- laser at the moon or something. Yeah, l- l- lasers on the moon or at, I don't know, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, 
You guys can find me at Yoke Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the whatnots. Go follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the whatnots. We are almost, we're on the path to affiliate. We are so hey. close to getting that. I might actually try and do that over the winter break and stream some things Ooh. and stuff like that because uh, we are very close. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, be on the lookout for all of that stuff. Uh this has been 2020. Man, what a year. What a wild year. What a crazy year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, we've been very fortunate that you and I have always recorded this long distance. And so nothing about the podcast needed to change this year. And I think we did some really fun, inventive episodes. We did, yeah. And it was kind of wild, like, listening to a bunch of my favorite podcasts be like, how do, how do we rec- record from home? And I was like, ah, welcome to, like, actual podcasting, <laughs> right? <What? laughs> oh, well, it's different for all sorts of people. You know, if you have know, the benefit know, of being connected to a I, network where you have a producer and, like, you just gather your friends in person, yeah, that would be a but, life uh, I'd like to try living for a change, you know. Right. That, we all, we all have our styles. There's no wrong uh, way to eat a podcast. What does a podcast taste like? I don't know. We'll find out next year, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, this is it for 2020. Uh, we hope your year has been decent at least, or 2021 gets better. Uh, we know it's decent it has been at tough. least. Yeah, <laughs> we, we know it's been tough for every, for everyone. So here is to 2021. We will see you mm. all in the new year. Happy holidays. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.